Welcome to another episode of One of Us Has to Be Right. My name is Josh Deal. Justin Whitwick is up in Maine. He will return next week. So what I'm going to do is run through free agency. We're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it sweet. We're going to name people who, as of recording, which is Wednesday night, have not been signed before free agency goes into effect. All these deals and trades go into effect on the 6th, which is Friday, the day you're hearing this. But I'm going to run through the people who have not been signed yet, where I think they could end up, as well as the deals that have happened, the trades that have happened, the free agent signings that have happened, who I think is a great signing, who I think is a poor signing or trade, as well as the team that I think has positioned themselves the best and the team that has still got a lot of work to do. Running through some of the unrestricted free agents. So obviously there are some guys who um, are still potentially sign and tradable, someone like Lori Markinen, someone like Josh Hart is a restricted free agent, Hamadou Diallo, also a restricted free agent. Looking at some of the unrestricted guys, Kawhi Leonard, obviously he's expected to land back with the Clippers, but uh, I had a buddy mention him going to the Mavericks, which I think would be absolutely insane. They did just re-sign Tim Hardaway. Um, I don't think they have the cap space for it, but him with Luka, him with Kristaps, him with Boban, I just think that would be an awesome landing spot for him. Don't think it's possible. Think he's going to end up with the Clippers again, but we'll see. Moving down the list, Kelly Oubre Jr. is still on the board, as is Dennis Schroeder, who had a pretty awful year last year in L.A. A lot of people are also saying a potential sign-in trade for him. I just don't know what his value looks like. He's currently ranked 17th out of the top 100 free agents. I just don't see that value for him. Danny Green... He's 34. I thought he was a lot older than that, to be completely honest with you. And a team that needs a shooter could go after him in free agency. Reggie Jackson, who balled out for the Clippers this playoffs. He really increased his worth from someone who was kind of flying under the radar. Maybe he would get traded for a, a second-round pick in you know six years from now's draft. Now someone who's a viable option as a backup point guard or even the starter like we saw his run in the playoffs. Iguodala is still out there, which if Justin was on the pod, we would make the Max Kellerman Iguodala joke. Um, he'll hear this and, and probably make it himself. But uh, Justice Winslow there as well. J.J. Redick, Denzel Valentine, Wesley Matthews, who I think would end up perfectly signing a vet min with the Lakers, uh, as well as Paul Millsap, Kem Birch, and then Boogie Cousins down at 71. I think that a lot of those guys will sign sometime in the next couple of weeks. I think the Boogie, you know, some of the older guys, Danny Green, who's seen his value drop a little bit, I think those guys might get signed closer to the season. But now NBA.com is keeping a running tab of all of the free agent deals. So running through these, the Hawks bring back John Collins and Trey Young on massive five-year deals. Love that pick. I think the Hawks are a favorite in the East again, um, just getting better with age and the chemistry building there. Celtics obviously moved Kemba to the Thunder. Now the Thunder are buying him out. He's going to the Knicks. Um, Celtics really haven't done much, but they did add Anise Cantor. He's coming back on a one-year deal. The Nets didn't really need to make that many moves, but they will be adding Blake Griffin back. Patty Mills signing on a two-year deal. Bruce Brown on a one-year deal. James Johnson on a one-year deal. You know, those guys are just kind of filling out the bench. The big move there, Patty Mills, a really solid sixth man for them. The Hornets are trading Devontae Graham to the Pelicans. 
At that point, I would ask Justin Carinaugh. I think Devontae Graham is a great talent. Moving him to the Pelicans could be really nice teaming him with Zion. Devontae Graham, a solid shooter. They just don't need him with that crowded backcourt in Charlotte. Biggest team who's made moves this offseason? Everyone's talking about it. The Bulls. DeMar DeRozan in a three-year deal. 85 mil in a sign-and-trade from the Spurs. They also pick up Lonzo. They pick up Alex Caruso. Laurie Markkinen's still there. So that's why that potential sign-and-trade for Laurie Markkinen, I would not be surprised to see that here in the next couple of days. Jared Allen. Even with the addition of Evan Mobley, who, after talking to a couple of people, Mobley does size up to be an NBA 4. So seeing him in that spot could change some things and it looks like they might still run with the Sexland backcourt then they've got Evan Mobley and Jared Allen Mavericks re-signed Boban Marjanovic we'd love to see that they also picked up Reggie Bullock that was one thing solidifying him at the three would be really nice just to have him and Tim Hardaway shooting Luca running the point and then Kristaps and Boban in the middle uh, but Tim Hardaway also re-signing on that four-year deal the Nuggets re-signed Will Barton uh, Jeff Green also got added to that Nuggets roster, as well as Austin Rivers and Jamichael Green. Again, they've got their core. They just needed those pieces to build around it. Really love what the Nuggets did. The Pistons got Cade Cunningham. Now they're looking forward. They pick up Kelly Olynyk. They re-signed Saban Lee. They pick up Trey Lyles to be a backup forward, and then they re-signed Corey Joseph as well. These are rebuilding years, but I really love what Dwayne Casey and the Pistons are doing in this in this offseason specifically, and a lot of offseasons moving forward, how they're setting those up. Obviously, the big deal coming out of Golden State, Steph Curry signs his second $200 million extension, and then Otto Porter just signed a one-year vet men. And this is a good time to remind you that none of these deals are set in stone as of recording. These are agreements that will be set in stone once they are officially made public, officially signed on Friday. Even the trades, some of these trades that are speculation from the draft that seem like they're set in stone, they are, or they are not. Moving forward, the Houston Rockets at at oh, acquired Daniel Tice uh, from the Bulls as well as David Nwaba uh, from the Cavs, just giving them some front court options. Obviously, they lose Olenek to the Pistons, so they move Daniel Theis in there. Indiana Pacers re-signing TJ McConnell to run point for him, as well as signing Torrey Craig, and my favorite signing of this offseason, which not for any big reason, not because it's some you know someone that I think is going to do really well, but Kiefer Sykes was playing on Bayheim's Army, which was the Syracuse team. It was like an all-Syracuse roster that they had put together for the tournament tbt the basketball tournament for one million dollars and Kiefer sykes scored the game-winning basket and now he is an indiana pacer for the time being so we love to see that fun basketball to watch when we don't have nba nicholas batum coming back to the clippers we've seen him doing pretty solid for france alongside evan fournier who obviously got signed by the knicks uh, as well as rudy gobert now to the team that everyone's been talking about the los angeles lakers they signed Mello. They signed White Howard, Ariza, Monk, Ellington, Bazemore, Nunn, Taylor Horn Tucker, and of course, the biggest blockbuster trade of the offseason thus far. They acquire Russell Westbrook in exchange for KCP, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, and a first round pick, which has now turned into a five team trade with Spencer Dinwiddie going from the Nets to the Wizards. Chandler Hutchinson is also involved in the trade. He's going to the Spurs. And then there's some supplemental guys 
and picks kind of thrown in there. But those are the big names. I love, personally, love the move for the Wizards picking up Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that he's a great point guard. Wish he would have never left Detroit. Was the team who drafted him. But not sure how well Russell Westbrook fits into the Lakers scheme. But like like LeBron said today, you kind of got to see what's going to end up happening. Stop the negativity. And even though they might be old, even though they might be quote-unquote past their NBA prime, you still got to let them play basketball. The Grizzlies, the most quiet offseason after trading away Jonas Valanciunas in exchange for Steven Adams, Eric Gordon, and two pick swaps in this year's draft. They haven't signed anybody yet. So they are just kind of quietly working on that grit and grind offense, refining what they couldn't refine this year. And uh, hopefully Ja and the Grizzlies will be back in full force. Another team who's made a huge offensive adjustment, the Miami Heat picking up Kyle Lowry, and of course I say offensive adjustment, they've also gotten a lot better on defense by picking up Lowry, re-signing Jimmy Butler, re-signing Duncan Robinson, picking up P.J. Tucker, re-signing Victor Oladipo on a one-year deal. Eric Spolstra is going to have a lot of fun working these guys into a roster. Right now it's looking like point guard Kyle Lowry, two Duncan Robinson, three Jimmy Butler, four P.J. Tucker, five Bam Adebayo with Victor Oladipo coming off the bench. You really can't ask for a better squad for Spo. Obviously, you could have another superstar in there, but I really love what the Heat are doing down in Miami. Milwaukee re-signing Bobby Portis, signing Semi Ojalele, as well as George Hill returning, saying, hey, let's run it back with the squad we've got. T-Wolves also incredibly quiet, no signings yet for them. Pelicans acquiring Devontae Graham that I already mentioned. Love that for them. I think Devontae Graham is a baller, and he should shine alongside Zion. Really mild offseason right now for the Pelicans. They lose Lonzo, but hopefully Devontae Graham will fill that role. I think he's a little bit of a better shooter, a little bit worse on defense, a little bit worse of a distributor, but still a playmaker in Devontae Graham. The Knicks, my personal favorite offseason so far. They get the buyout from OKC for Kemba. They get Evan Fournier. They get Derrick Rose back, Nerlens Noel back, Alec Burks back, Taj Gibson back. They have a very scary starting five from a defensive perspective. And if we know anything about a Tom Thibodeau-led team, it's that they love their defense. And then their bench group is also incredibly solid and incredibly defensively minded. So I would love to see what the Knicks do this year. I think they were third or fourth in the conference last year. So seeing where they can go, going to be incredible. Shy returns to the Thunder on a max deal. Mike Muscala also agreeing to a deal. And then Orlando signing Robin Lopez and Mo Wagner. That's cool. Reuniting Franz and Mo Wagner. I didn't know that that, that signing had happened. So that's sweet. Um, Sixers. My personal favorite signing for a single team is Andre Drummond. A lot of people are giving this crap. But moving Joel Embiid to the four, letting them both kind of play in the front court, if Andre Drummond can return to his level of who he was with the Pistons and start boxing out and getting, you know, 15, 20 boards a game, I, I love what the Sixers can do. Still waiting for a big Ben Simmons trade as well. That could potentially happen this offseason. Phoenix bringing back Chris Paul on a four-year deal, bringing back campaign while bringing in JaVale McGee to back up DeAndre Ayton. Moving through our last couple of teams now, Norman Powell agreeing to a five-year deal after 
being acquired by the Blazers. Cody Zeller and Tony Snell both signing with the Blazers. The Kings have Rashawn Holmes, Alex Len, Maurice Harkless, and Terrence Davis returning. The Spurs get Zach Collins, Doug McDermott, Bryn Forbes, and Chandler Hutchinson via that sign-and-trade. Again, continuing to stock their team with guys who are very fundamental, good shooters, but also just overall solid players. No one with a lot of star power, but someone who can make that team work. They're going to be probably lower in the Western Conference, but they're still an exciting team to see what they could potentially do with an incredibly fundamental squad. Toronto get Goran Dragic in the sign-and-trade deal from Kyle Lowry. They also re-signed Gary Trent Jr., and they also get Sam Decker, who's played overseas for the last two years, coming back into the NBA. Last two teams, Mike Conley returning to the Jazz, Rudy Gay signing to a two-year $12 million deal, Hassan Whiteside joining the Jazz as a backup center, and another great move, Eric Paschall, who played youth basketball with Donovan Mitchell, will be joining him. I think they got rid of Derek Favors. And that actually, that's a fact. That was a draft night trade, getting rid of Derek Favors. So now Eric will come in and play that power forward position for them, uh, probably off the bench, but still for a second round pick in like four years. Jazz will probably run it back as one of the best teams in the West and continuing to hold on to the pieces that made them get to that position. And then, of course, the last move, the Wizards pick up Kyle Kuzma. They pick up KCP, they pick up Montrez Harrell, and then they get Spencer Dinwiddie now. I don't think that you can really call Beal, Kuzma, and Dinwiddie a big three, uh, but they should have a chance to make a run for the eight seed in the East, uh, especially if they all stay healthy. If Dinwiddie can distribute and score, if Beal can drop 30 to 40 points a game, and if Kuzma can get at least a little bit back, to where he was when he was, you know, putting up 18, 5, and 3 a couple years ago. A lot of people think he's washed. He should be on the Shanghai Sharks. I think he still has something left in the tank, given that he's about 25. He's been in the league this four years, so you really can't count this guy out just yet. That's it. That's the NBA free agent rundown. We'll see where those other 12, 15 guys end up. We'll see what trades end up happening, but that's it. There's only one of us on the podcast, so... I guess I do have to be right. I'm Josh Deal. Justin Whitwick will be back next week. We'll see you then.